Welcome back to House on Carrion Hill, House of Bob's cosmic horror adventure played in Pathfinder 2nd Edition in the Galarian campaign setting. Hi, I'm Dan. I'm playing Willen Dappen, the gnome wizard. Hi, I'm Jeanette. I'm playing Bimkin, the long snout rat oracle. Hey, I'm Schubert. I am playing Nibnub, the razor-tooth goblin fighter. I'm Trevor, and I'll be playing Theobald, the orc investigator. And I'm Sean, your game master. If you like what we do and you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com slash the house of Bob. Last time on House of Carrion Hill, the investigation to find the serial murderer known as The Wolf is suddenly interrupted as a nearby building explodes in a shower of debris and dust. Willen and Nibnob help an injured bystander, while Theobald and Mimkin get a better vantage. As Theobald realizes that some gigantic creature or thing is causing the devastation, Bimkin regains the wolf's trail and the crew continues the pursuit, leading right to the seven-ton mattock, where it seems the wolf has chosen its next victim. Nibnob. You've been waiting two weeks for this. You see... In the common room of the seven-ton mattock, you're currently standing over top of Sarah's collapsed body in the doorway to the kitchen. You see in the common room two men, one of them with a tattered shirt and a huge strip of flesh ripped out of his chest in the shape of a spiral. The other man on the other side of the room also has a shape of a spiral ripped out of him, but this one is out of his face. Both of them scream at you in pain and rage, and it's your turn. You have two actions left. What do you do? All right, I've been giving this a lot of thought, and I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to scream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what you came up with after two weeks? Yeah. I mean, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about this. You don't yeah. think that's good? Are you I, screaming with both actions? <laughs> <laughs> I would think so, to give it that extra oomph. Yeah. Twice as much scream. Yeah, double the damage, I assume. Mm-hmm. Is this uh, an intimidate action? Yes, I am going to do an intimidate. All right, so demoralize, you're going to have to, I think, pick one of your targets. Hmm. And you can yell and scream at him however you want, roll an intimidate check. And if you beat his DC, he'll be scared of you. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to attack the one across the table from me, not the one by the fire. Okay, so the guy guy closer to the bar on the uh, left side of the room. Well, what's the other guy's name? Face and chesty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, because one got a spiral on his face. Yes. And one got a spiral on his chest. I remember, see? All right, so you are glaring at him or yelling at him. Go ahead, roll your intimidate. Rolled a 16, and I have plus 10 intimidate, so 26. All right, that is enough to intimidate this guy. He... he takes a half step back and you see a look of fear flash across his face he is frightened one and I say don't freaking mess with us nice got one action left what do you do I say that to the other guy as well (laughs) gonna intimidate him as well more screaming (laughs) (laughs) it's like surround sound oh my god I rolled another 16 same thing 26 alright so he is also frightened Good start, good start. Starting with the debuffs. It's Chesty's turn. He runs straight across the room. He's a little bit hesitant because uh, you're so scary. 
but he runs mm-hmm. right up at you. He's going to grab you with his hands. Awesome. Slams out, grabs you across the shoulder. 23 to hit. I have a 22 AC, so that just hits. Okay. Rakes a little bit with these, like, gouged out and, like, rancid-looking fingernails. You will take 11 points of damage. Okay, I have a reaction. Is it ankle bite? Yes. He rakes into you with his claws and grabs onto you. So you're going to have the grabbed condition. Mm -hmm. And now you can use your reaction. So ankle bite, when a foe gives you the grabbed or restrained condition using a part of its body, whenever someone grabs onto you, you instinctively bite down hard. Sometimes that makes them let go, and sometimes it just makes them angrier. But either way, it's both satisfying and tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Make a jaws strike against the triggering foe. On a critical hit, you are no longer grabbed. The strike doesn't count towards your multiple attack penalty, and your multiple attack penalty doesn't apply to this strike. Sweet. Here I go. 18. I believe I have a plus 16 to hit. So you crit. So you are no longer grabbed. And you're going to do a whole schwack ton of damage. Awesome. I'm so glad he grabbed onto me. <laughs> yeah. So on a crit, you roll all your dice, add it all up together, and then multiply by two. Oh, awesome. 16. He screams out in pain at your jaws clamping tight on his arm. And he rips his hand back. That's his turn. It's now Face's turn. And they're getting a minus to attack and stuff, right? Because they're demoralized right now? Yes. And so Frightened ticks down at the end of their turn. Okay. So uh, the one that you just bit is no longer frightened. That's at the end of his turn. you think he'd be a lot more frightened after that. Maybe he's just (laughs) angry. That's fair. Okay, so Face runs up from the side behind the bar, knocking over a bunch of bottles and stuff onto the ground as he uh, just screaming charges at you. Will also attempt to strike with his claws. A 28 to hit. That also hits. This one will do 12 points. Okay. And he also grabs you. Can I do another reaction? You have used your reaction, so you have to wait till your next turn again. Bummer. It is now Sarah's turn. She's conscious now, because Theobald managed to heal her up last time. So she, kind of coming to, kind of groggy, massaging her sore throat, like, you guys are back. Uh, Thank the gods. And she scrambles away from the door, away from Nibnub, who is attempting to uh, fend off these two attackers. Do I have to wait till my turn to tell her to go get the town guard? Uh, you don't, no. All right. Uh, Sarah, <laughs> you need to go get the town guard like your life depends upon it, because ours might. All right. All right. I'm, I'm on my way. Willen, it's your turn. All right. You can see the back of Nimnub's back as he uh, fights off these two creatures through the door. They're currently in the other room. What do you do? Uh, Daywalker, you go protect Sarah. Daywalker is my knife. (laughs) (laughs) The animated construct has its own two actions Mm -hmm. that it gets to take each round. So it'll do that. It'll move over and hovers just in front of Sarah, gesturing madly back towards the door. All right. And I will move up behind Nibnub. Okay, so I can see that they're both within striking distance. What weapons are they holding? 
they have no weapons. They're just okay. attacking with their their hands. They have some pretty haggard-looking fingernails. Okay. I think I'm going to cast um, Touch of Idiocy. Is that a real thing? It is a real thing, and I just casted it. Oh my god, it is. Let's do the <coughs> one to the left of Nibnub. To the left, so the face. Yeah, the face. Okay, face is going to make a will save. Gets a 12. That is a fail. And what happens with Touch of Idiocy? He gets stupefied the second <laughs> degree. <laughs> uh, that's great. I'm glad that's a thing. <laughs> you cast Touch of Idiocy. He suddenly looks all dizzy. His eyes are, you know, searching around the room for something that's not there. And he is stupefied too. And I moved as well. So that would be my full turn. All right. That brings us to Bimkin. Bimkin's going to jump on top of the table with the cheese so that he can get a better look at Facey. Okay. And then he's going to reach out, kind of inspired by uh, Willen, and cast Ray of Enfeeblement. Okay. Tell us about it. So a uh, ray that saps the foe's strength flashes from your hand. I attempt a ranged spell attack against the target. Um, if I succeed, then they need to roll a fortitude save. So let's do that. So I got a 19. All right. And it looks like because you're shooting the door and because there's all these guys in front of you, all your allies, it's got a little bit of soft cover so that it does not hit. Guess we won't find out what it does. No. I think that's it because that's two actions. I was looking forward to him being both stupid and weak. <laughs> Me too. Worst nightmare. Yeah. All right. Theobald, it is your turn. Is Theobald able to like move through both Nibnub and Willen's spaces to get into the room? Yeah. So right now, Nibnub and Willen are kind of blocking both the inside and outside of the door. Facey and Chesty are on the other side of the room, kind of flanking, flanking around Nibnub. You can move through an ally square. Yeah. If an opponent has attack of opportunity, which not all monsters and NPCs do, if you move past them or through that space, you would provoke an attack of opportunity. However, you could attempt to avoid that by doing a tumble through, which is where you roll an acrobatics against their reflex DCs. If you succeed, you can move past them without the attack, or you could even move through their space to get behind them. Ooh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to try and do like a cartwheel <laughs> over everybody. <laughs> nice. It's not really a cartwheel. <laughs> you just, yeah, you're just lifting your feet up really high. Yeah. <laughs> you're tall, but you're not that tall. No, I'm cartwheeling because I'm doing my hands over you guys and then my feet over the other guy. And you then, go. you know, I'm on, then I'm on the other side of the other guy. Mm -hmm. okay. All right. So make an acrobatics check. It's like a okay. windmill. Yeah. I assume you're 12 feet tall. Yeah. I'm windmilling. All right. Here comes the Theobald thunder wave. <laughs> that's, that's what I call my cartwheel. I got a 15 on my cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> Does he yell out? <laughs> Theobald. <laughs> Theobald <laughs> And we're all really confused. We're like, who is Theobald? <laughs> yeah. Don't you mean Tom? <laughs> all right. You tumble through and you manage to get to the other side of Chesty. You're now flanking him with Nibnub. You get there. You did it. Yes. Nice. Okay. So that was a move action. I get to punch him now, right? Right. 
Yes. Unarmed while I have my hand wraps of mighty blows. So I'm just going to like wallop this fella. Before you hit the strike, you can checkmark enable abilities that require flat-footed target. Oh, yes. I will definitely checkmark enable abilities that require a flat-footed target. Because he is flat-footed. Fuck. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And Theobald wallops him with a 23. All right. So a powerful punch right to the back of the neck. How much damage? Ah, Theobald rolls five damage. Five damage. To the back of the neck. That was two actions. You have one more. Theobald, now that he's inside the room and he can see both of his opponents, decides to get a better idea of what they are doing. Ah, you're going to recall knowledge? Is that what it's called? That's what it's called. Recall knowledge? That's the skill check, yep. You might have some feats that help you with them, like keen recollection. I think it was devise a stratagem that I was thinking of doing. Oh, yes. So devise a stratagem you would do before you make an attack on on that turn. Oh, okay. So I can't do it for a future turn. But if you want to make a knowledge check about these guys, you could potentially get some information out of them that could be helpful for the party. All right. My knowledge check. It will be a society check. Society check. Boom. Take this to spirally freakazoids. Uh, Theobald... Uh, rolls a 24 on his assessing just exactly who these people are by uh, judging them by looking at them. You recognize that, you know, very destitute looking clothing. These people look almost like, like street people. They're dirty, they're malnourished, but they're in the midst of a, like almost a mindless rage. You're pretty confident that their will saves are going to be low because they have very little force of personality. They're so uh, involved in just lashing out. But they look like they've been through enough that you know they might have pretty good constitution. Cool. Yeah. Attack their minds, my my uh, boys. <laughs> my boys. <laughs> my boys. All right. Attack their minds. I'll bite their heads. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Nibnub, you just keep doing what you're doing. You got it, Tom. Speaking of Nibnub, it is Nibnub's turn. All right. Well... When Theobald says to attack their minds, yeah, Nibnub goes for the brain. Okay. I'm going for the skull now. It seems pretty smart. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Well, Facey has you grabbed. Oh, right. I can't do like a reaction on my turn, I'm guessing. No, because that's when they grab you, right? That's your mm-hmm. reactive thing. Mm-hmm. You, if you want to break out of the grab, you could. That's an athletics or acrobatics check. Mm-hmm. Or I think you could even do an attack roll. Does attacking just potentially break me out? Because, I mean, I feel like biting him while he's grabbing me would be pretty easy. That's kind of my thing. It is an attack, actually. You can use your unarmed attack roll in order to escape. Mm-hmm. By the rules you're putting effort into getting out rather than dealing damage. I see. So up to you. Well, I do want to get ungrappled. I assume it's hard to do stuff if I am grabbed. So I will use my teeth to remove him from me. Okay. Rolled a 10. Got plus 16, so 26. You uh, make like a bunch of chomping motions. He like flinches his hand back, releasing you. No longer grabbed. You have two more actions left. Excellent. I already did some damage to Chesty, right? You did. Okay. I think I'm going to do a power attack in that case. So that's two actions. 
I rolled a three. But I do have plus 16, so that's still 19 to hit. With the flanking penalty to his AC, that does hit. Nice. 13 damage to Chesty as Nim Nub climbs on top and bites his head. So you're, you're chomping the scalp. He's uh, spurting blood from above his eyes, screaming in pain, looking pretty hurt. And it's his turn. He's going to lash back out at you. Mm-hmm. Tim, to strike you with his claws and his uh, grody fingernails. That's a 30 to hit. Oh my God, yes. Is that a crit? Crit is 10 over, right? Yeah. No, it's not. Okay. Nine points of damage. He grabs you. Uh, reaction. Do it. Ankle bite. 25. 25 hits. And I believe that's just a regular attack, but if it's a crit, I'm ungrabbed. It's not a crit. Okay. Oh, nice. I rolled max, though, so that is 11 damage. And he will make a final attack. Now that you grab, there's a little you got a little bit of a penalty on you. A 20 to hit. Nope. Does not hit. Eat my cutlery. <laughs> <laughs> I think when you're grabbed, you count as flat footed. With the minus two to your AC, you let it hit? Uh my AC would be twenty if with okay. a minus two. Then it will hit. You son of a bitch, Sean. So you'll take 11 points of damage. Ouchie. All right. Feast's turn. Still stupefied. He's also going to attack Nibnub. It's going to get nasty in here, you guys. 29 to hit. Oh. For 13 points of damage. Okay. And he'll also grab you. Already used my reaction. So. And a 17 to hit. No. All right. So right now you guys are watching as... Both of these madmen have latched onto uh, Nibnub and are just like trying to pull him in different directions. Both of them raking with their hands and claws. You see all these wounds opening up on Nibnub as they both lay into him. Sarah in the back room is crawling her way around the back table, attempting to get <laughs> to the exit. She crawls out the door and disappears down the street. You can hear her voice weakly calling out, "Help! Help!" Willen, what do you do? All right. So I guess Daywalker has done his job. Um, <laughs> he's going to get back in and try to stab one of them. Okay. So, so he gets two actions, right? So he can move and stab. Yes. He okay. has a speed of 20, I think. So the knife moves up, flies over top of Nibnub's head, and has one action left. Ambrose plus six. 16 to hit. That is a miss. Okay. That's what I thought. So in that case, I'm going to tell Nibnub, this may hurt a little. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much hit points left. Oh, no. No, I don't think it will. It's just it's just terrifying because I'm shooting a lightning bolt at Chesty. Not like electric arc or something. You draw a line, it's going to hit Nibnub. <laughs> oh, do you draw a line? Yeah, lightning bolt is a line. That would kill me. Oh, okay. It would also hit Theobald. <laughs> you were a terrible town wizard. <laughs> I didn't do this very often. <laughs> then I will do electric arc, and that should hit both of them then. Reflex of a 21. Okay, reflex for the first is a 26. Boo. 
And the second one gets a 23. Wow. So they both take half damage. Oh, okay. There we go. Nine damage. So half that. So four to both. That was two actions. Was it an action to control Daywalker? I don't think so. No? Okay. Then I'm going to move into the room further. Okay. I will go right beside Nibnub on the other side of the door. Okay. Willen moves around beside Nibnub face to face with Chesty. And it is Bimkin's turn. Bimkin will kind of flatten his little rat body and try to squeeze through Nibnub and come next to Daywalker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Actually, maybe I'll move a little bit further from Daywalker. Bimkin moves into the center of the common room of the tavern. And he's going to pull out his plus one striking hand crossbow and then attack Chesty. Okay. He rolled a 25. There you go. That hits. For nine damage. Nine points of damage. That's good. A bolt sticks out of this guy's ribcage now. He's <laughs> wheezing as he uh, still just with the fury of a crazy person latched onto Nibnub. You got one more action? No, because I, got, I had to pull it out. Yeah. You had to draw it. Okay. Theobald. Theobald is going to devise a stratagem, getting a lay of the land, looking at these enemies. He's been watching them attack and be attacked for, you know, a hot second. Is my enemy still flat-footed, or that was just because I carwheeled over him? He's still flat-footed because Nibnub is on the other side of him. Beautiful. And then I roll strike, because that's how I'd hit him. Yeah. But this is just it playing out in my head. Yeah. Okay, perfect. Okay, I'm following along. So Theobald gets the lay of the land, looks at old Chesty and imagines how he might punch him uh, in the back of the neck again <laughs> and he, he imagines his fist getting the <laughs> Theobald imagines punching him in the back of the neck with the 26 a 26 okay so so with devised stratagem you've seen the, the what the result would be you now have your other two actions in your turn you can choose to actually make the attack with just spending the action and using that result or you can choose to do something else I'm going to choose to do that action. I visualized it. So go ahead and deal your damage. And because you have devised a stratagem checked, it should add all of your precision and everything. Oh, amazing. So with my bonus uh, and all the dice damage, he gets a 13 to the back of the head. Old chesty. 13. You slam your fist into the back of his head and he goes down. Nice. Yeah, yeah just like I visualized. That was the guy who was grabbing me, right? Mm-hmm. That was one of the ones that were grabbing you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everyone wants a piece. Yeah. <laughs> Theobald, you got one more action. I do. I want to cartwheel the, the classic Theobald thunder wave to the other side of Facey. I'm doing that Tom Cruise move where you jump up and like hip slide over the bar. Yeah. I guess it's an acrobatics check. Roll your acrobatics. Yeah. Theobald does his own stunts with a 15. Theobald proves that he's the only one who could do Tom Cruise's stunt doubles justice. He hip slides across the bar, knocking a few bottles onto the ground, landing gracefully behind Facey, now flanking Facey with Nibnub. And it's Nibnub's turn. Oh my god, you're always flanking, like, no matter what. (laughs) 
I got you, Nibnub. <laughs> Thank you. All right, this guy's still grabbing me, so that's gonna have to stop. I'm also really, really hurt, though. I could um, maybe just drink a potion, <laughs> but potions are for whims. Let's bite him. Twenty to use my teeth to remove him. <laughs> Twenty hits. So that doesn't deal any damage. That just makes me ungrabbed, right? That was your goal, then you are ungrabbed. Yeah, okay. And with my next two actions, I'm going to do some more biting. Shocking, I know. Chomp, chomp, chomp. I'll do an intimidating bite this time. That's a good one. I only rolled a three, but that's uh, 19. He's flanked, so maybe yes. that'll work. Nice. That hits. So that's going to deal eight damage, and I believe he is now frightened one. All right. He's scared. He's surrounded. He's locked behind the bar. There's a f- knife floating through the middle of the air. <laughs> His companion has gone down. He's looking around like a wild man, trying to get out of here. He's going to try to bite Theobald in the neck. Hey, that's my thing. Rah! 23 to hit. Oh, no. My AC is 22. That is 12 points of piercing damage as he latches onto you and he rips back a little bit of flesh and then claws at you with his hands. A 16 to hit. 16 misses. And he'll make a third attack. Another 16. All right. Uh, Sarah is well off in the distance now. You can hear her down the street. Help. Yeah, you help me, please. No, don't walk away. Willen, oh. it's your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Sarah. Very traumatic. All right, so Daywalker is going to take two stabs. Can Daywalker crit? Because he just rolled a 20. He sure can. Is it just uh, double damage? Roll the damage and double it. Okay. Six damage. And he will strike again. And he rolled a 24. 24 also hits. Dealing another two. All right. Not bad for a knife. For a floating <laughs> knife. I mean, it, if it's going to do one thing, it's going to cut things, right? And Willen, you got three actions. Do you have to concentrate on your spells in Pathfinder? You know what? He actually does have to sustain this. So it does cost you one action each turn to keep the knife alive. Oh, oops. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Most of my things are two actions anyway. Normally I don't move, so... I'm just trying to read what stunned does. What does that limit? Stunned reduces the number of actions that the opponent will have on their turn. Okay. So if he's stunned one, he only has two actions left. From what it sounded like, they had crappy will, so I'm going to cast my daze. Okay. We'll save natural one. There we go. So if he critically fails, he is stunned one and he takes some damage. Seven damage. All right. Bimpkin. So I think Bimpkin's going to hit him with another crossbow bolt. Fifteen. That is a little low. I will remind you guys that everyone has a hero point. I will not use it. Okay. It's a hero point. For listeners and for players who've never heard of a hero point before, you start every session with one hero point. You can have a maximum of three. You get them for all the same sorts of things you would get inspiration for in 5th edition. But you can spend it at any time to re-roll a check or an attack roll. Or you can 
spend your hero point to stabilize if you're dying. Oh, nice. I'm going to try it again. Okay. For 16. 16 also misses. Okay. One action left. Oh, man, I have heal. I should have healed. I think you can do it at range, can't you? I can. I will move up to Nibnub and touch him. Oh, no, I can't do that because that would be a move. Damn, I wish I would have realized I had heal. I forgot I took that. I will, yeah, I'll just move up to him so I can heal from next time. Sounds good. Theo, your turn. All right, I'm going to cast Devise a Stratagem again. I'm just going to start visualizing, punching this spirally (laughs) guy's face. It's like the spiral is becoming a bullseye in the middle of his face. He just bit me, and I'm just sort of like, oh, buddy, you deserve a knuckle sandwich. (laughs) 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 And so this guy's still flat-footed because I've got him squared off. So, yeah. Theobald's imagining a 26 knuckle sandwich for old spiral facey guy. <laughs> that is a crit. Oh, if it's a crit, I just punched uh, 32 oh my knuckle God. sandwiches into this guy's spirally stupid face. <laughs> 32 <laughs> knuckle sandwiches. <laughs> you can hear the eye socket crack Ooh. as you uh, your knuckles slam into the side of his face. He is incredibly injured. Wow. Staggers back. And you got two more actions still. Oh, sorry. One more action. One more. Can I just punch him again? Yeah. Just a normal punch. Just a normal just punch. Just one knuckle sandwich. <laughs> I roll a 17. That's a hit. Oh, 17 knuckle sandwiches. <laughs> and that's a uh, 10 damage. Okay. Oh, he is tottering. About to go down. Nib nub. This guy. He bit your friend. What do you do? That's kind of my thing, is biting. So that kind of pisses Nibnob off. Unlike uh, intellectual property level, I think. <laughs> you going to serve him papers then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sue your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I will witness. <laughs> I think I'm going to bite him, but John, how does uh, like non-lethal damage in this game work if I say didn't want to uh, kill him, kill him. So, uh, <laughs> nib, nub, nibbles. <laughs> yeah, a nibble, nubble. <laughs> you can make a non-lethal attack in an effort to knock someone out instead of killing them. Weapons that with the non-lethal trait, including fists, do this automatically. You mm-hmm. take a minus two penalty to the attack roll when you make a non-lethal attack using a weapon that doesn't have that trait. But my weapon does have that trait. My jaws. Have the unarmed attack quality. So I guess I could do that. The story that has to have the non-lethal trait. So like punching with a fist Mm -hmm. has the unarmed trait. Mm -hmm. But uh, your can opener does not have it. I'm just looking at your tags now. Okay. Yeah, your trident wouldn't have it. So yeah, you could punch him at no penalty. You would still get, I think, a plus 15 to attack. I don't know if that's really my thing. I think biting. And so then you can choose to take a minus two penalty on the bite. Mm -hmm. To try and just knock him out, right? Yeah. This is one of those struggles because out of character, I want to keep him alive so we could like question him. But in Mm -hmm. character, Nib Nub doesn't care and just wants to bite these guys. Absolutely. If somebody was like, you know, going to hold him back or something, then he could do non-lethal damage. But if everybody's still just 
attacking him to kill him, then I think Nim Nub's going to just finish him off. Well, unfortunately for uh, this guy, maybe it, it it is your turn, and everybody <laughs> has just had their turn, and they were yep. all seem to be making lethal attacks. Yeah, yeah. kill him, Nim Nub, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Power attack. <laughs> Do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. You guys are bad influences. I rolled a 25 on my power attack. Okay, that's a hit. All right. 14 damage. And he goes down. You stand triumphant over these two uh, strange attackers. Sarah is safe off in the street trying to find some guards to come back and help you guys. What do you do? Do any of them have the strong B.O. smell? That would be a Bimkin question. Bimkin, you sniff, and they do not smell the same way. There's a little bit of that formaldehyde twinge to it, but it's not the nasty B.O. Oh, my God. Did we kill two innocent men? <laughs> do you think this man is in pain before he did? Like, do you think? Oh, yeah, probably a lot. Those swirly things look painful. Would I be able to roll a perception to sort of see if these cuts were self-inflicted, the spirals that they have on their chest and face? I mean, we know they were intentional. I'll let you try it. That's going to be a pretty hard DC. I might think it's a medicine check, actually. Okay. I'll just quickly roll a medicine check just because I'm curious about the the bodies and, you know, like the, they, they're freaky looking dudes. They look scary. Okay. So what'd you roll? Theobald critted and got a 30. Ooh. Oh, okay. All right, so you guys are inspecting the, the cuts and it they don't look like they're self-inflicted. The way that they're carved in, the angle of the cuts, uh, it looks like someone else would have had to, to carve or to cut at that flesh in order to make these spirals look the way they are. Hmm. <laughs> Could have been that they uh, had a couple drinks and did each other. Could have been that there was a third party involved. I'm not sure. Do it. Are there any like beer mugs around? Do they like just do this? <laughs> I mean, you're in a bar. Yeah. So there are lots of bar beer, bar beer mugs around. Our medicine check would have identified whether or not these wounds were fresh either as well too, right? Are they like fresh like a couple days or are they like fresh as in like a couple minutes? Good question. They are fresh as in a couple days. Maybe okay. a few hours even, but then you look around the room for like remains of the of the skin that would have been cut away or or blood stains that would have been caused by the, this wound, but you don't see anything that uh, indicates that this was very recent. Okay, they're kind of starting to scab over and stuff like that. They're looking kind of nasty and and scabby, and some green infection is kind of starting on some parts of it, but it doesn't look like it was done recently. People would not do this to themselves. It must be some sort of magic or somebody made them do this. Oh, yeah. Well, I I'm confused. Did we not follow the B.O. smell, like right to the door? Yes. I thought well, that's where we followed. Yeah. Then where did that person go? Oh, I feel like potentially the B.O. smell led us to the alleyway. And we assumed uh -huh. and went in. I, I think, Bimkin, did the smell not stop at the alleyway? Did it? I thought it led us to the doorway. You do have a lingering B.O. smell in here. Mm -hmm. so you think probably whoever you're tracking was in this room, maybe pretty recently, but it's not either of these two guys. Bimkin mm. will kind of go towards, um, like, just walk around the room sniffing. Yep. And he, like, actually oh, yeah. gets down on all fours and is sort of sniffing the floor. Okay, make a perception check. 14. 
You walk over to the front door and you can see that it's barricaded with a couple chairs like lodged up against it. You pull those out of the way and you get that smell. You can tell that whoever it was that you're tracking did come in here. They came through the front door. They made their way over to the kitchen, but that's about as much as you've got on them. Okay. There's a whole second floor. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Nib Nub would uh, maybe go run upstairs and check. Nib Nub, you run upstairs yeah. and you check the guest rooms and you see nobody. It is empty. Hmm. What a mystery. Uh, let's unbarricade the doors and, and open the front door so that should the town guard come with Sarah, uh, they can just come right in through the front door and not have to break anything. And just a couple minutes after that, as you guys are kind of checking everything out and you've unbarricaded the doors and you're trying to investigate these bodies, Sarah does return. She comes back in the front door. You can see she's pale-faced and staggering in. Uh, is everyone all right? Are you Okay. I'm pretty hurt, but, like, do you have any food? <laughs> yes, of course. Help yourself to anything in the kitchen. Come on. And she cringes, walking around the bodies, and goes into the kitchen and starts putting together a plate for you. Oh, delicious. I tried to find the guard, but but they're, it's like they've all disappeared. There's nobody in the streets at all. They're all hiding, it seems. Bunch of wimps. I, I don't understand what's going on out there. Sarah, what happened? I was in the kitchen. I was... Working on on lunch and dinner, getting mm. everything all prepped up. Uh, mm-hmm. When all of a sudden, this like person came through the the door behind me, and I just as I was turning around to see them, th- their hand grabbed me around the neck, and then uh, these other two guys, I saw them, they slipped a, the the they slipped the rope over me. What did the first guy smell like? Uh Oh, God. Theobald gets Sarah to, like, sit down and to stop prepping food for us because she's just been through a traumatic experience. So Theobald tries to comfort her. Okay, I'll help myself. (laughs) (laughs) Theobald, make a diplomacy check. Theobald rolls a 14. All right, so you manage to calm her down. She stops hyperventilating. You get her a drink of water. She's sitting at the bar with you guys. And she says, He... He smelled, smelled awful, and his hands were so big, bigger than natural, and white, like I've never seen any skin so white as that, even yours, Willen. Well, it is white. It was nearly translucent. Okay, we're looking for a guy with big, white, smelly hands. Gotcha. He... He said something to me before, before they left. After they strung me up, he, he left out the door. He said, he said he knew that the dreamer was here and that he was going to shut him up. Um, that sounds like you. Who did he mean? Who's the dreamer? I mean, uh, nothing. That means nothing. What did you say, Willen? <laughs> I was saying it sounds like Tom. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody dreams. Yeah, I had a weird dream. Once. Don't tell us. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell us anything. Okay, I'm saving it for like a flashback scene. <laughs> now save it till we're sitting around a fireplace. At this point... The front door slams open, and a town guard stands there. He has his spear out. He's panicked-faced, 
sweat drips down his cheeks. He's got big red cheeks. He's looking around wild-eyed. He's, ah, are, are you are you guys Tom and the boys? Yes. 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 No. You got to come with me. The mayor wants to see you. Well, let's go. Uh, just wait, like wait, you didn't show up to help? Yeah, like what the hell, man? What do you mean, help? You're you're late. We've been calling for guards for like a while. Like a minute. Like two minutes. Don't you understand what's been happening? The no. city's under attack. What? And we'll see you in two weeks. Whoa! All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening once again to the house on Carrion Hill. I'm Sean. Thank you everybody for playing. If you want to support the show, you can give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on social media at the House of Bob on pretty much everything. Join Discord. You can chat with us and other uh, players as well as other fans who are uh, having lots of awesome discussions about D&D and all sorts of other RPGs all the time. Artwork for this episode was made by me at Sean Makes. Editing for this episode is by Alex at Astronomic Audio. Music is by Mike from Tales of the Glass Garden World podcast. And we want to thank all of our patrons who support us so kindly with your funds every month. This wouldn't be possible without you. So thank you very much to Connor, Pedrick, Brandon, Ron, Team Eamon, Pavel, Christine, Tom, Elias, Mark, Mary, Jessica, Ray, Scooter, Tyler, Josh, Keith, Block at 12, Tom, Jessica, Kieran, Mike, Luke, and Volt. You guys are fantastic. Thank you very much. And roll on. All right. Nibnub, I hope you like ass. No. <laughs> <God damn. laughs> you did that again. <laughs> this is his signature move. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. You're going to witness it. Yeah. Witness it and weep. <laughs> One sec. I need to shut up my dog. Okay. Pixel. Pixel. Come here. Theobald has such flexible hips. I know, right? <laughs> it's all that investigating. Tom Cruise hips. Tom Cruise hips. <laughs> is he known for his hips? <laughs> I uh, don't know, but he is. You can always spot a Tom Cruise hip. <laughs> <laughs> if his hips don't lie, right? <laughs> <laughs> starting to feel all right. <laughs> oh, man. That's why you can't use stun doubles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spot them from a mile away. <laughs> Those aren't his hips. <laughs> yeah. We, we could maybe uh, take this guy out of character. We could maybe take this guy prisoner or something at this point. Get some I don't know. answers out of him. Can Daywalker crit? Because he just rolled a 20. He sure can. <laughs> <laughs> well, then never mind, I guess. <laughs> I like to think Theo's really small, like really smart, but like super yeah. uncreative, like super <laughs> non-creative. <Yeah. laughs> Just when no. it comes to uh, punching, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. got one punch. It's like One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's all. Just needs. the one one thing that I got going. Got to remember her voice. All right, guys, I think it was kind of like this. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>